0: Part starts. Oh, I know this part, yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody ends up knowing Tarzan Boy. This is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, where they go to Japan.
0: Is that what it's from?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's in it. Oh, I thought it was like an 80s song. It is, yeah. But it's like, heavily I know it from featured.
0: my knowledge of. This.
1: Turn it we were talking about this the other day about high. how the best genre of songs is rap songs written to play at the end of movies that describe what just happened in the movie. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, one. the one from the adams family yeah i think is the best one. Oh, the where they're just being like recording. they're creepy in something they're yeah adams family people they're and then at the end mc hammer comes out and he's like the adams family they don't mean any harm they just want to <laughs> have fun and that's how it ends it's like you need to say that. It's a yeah. good one. Also that's movie is also really
0: good. It's mm. so good. Yeah.
1: And it starts with Carol of the Bells. What the movie does? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Is it a Christmas movie? Wait, it Carol Carol starts Bells with a Christmas song? Yeah, it starts with carolers, and then they go up the it like the camera pans to the roof and the whole family's there with like a, a cauldron of steaming oh, and liquid. They, they, and they like pour it. And down. They pour yeah. it. It's yeah. really it's good. Sick. Also, I had a dream that I was in charge of casting the new Monsters remake movie. (laughs) Jesus, and I was fighting tooth and nail for this one casting choice, and I barely know who this person is. He's the dad from Modern Family. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) he he does look like the little vampire. (laughs) Though. No, I, I wanted him, like want him to be any Monster. I wanted him to be Main Monster, Mr. Monster, the Frankenstein, the Dad. Isn't he a Frankenstein? I don't. know. Yes, Frankenstein. I, I, I How do you say it? Frankenstein.
0: Well, <laughs> a Frankenstein's Frankenstein. monster. If you want to be pedantic.
1: Yeah, I. But don't I was like, like he monsters. has to be a Modern Family dad. Has to be Mr. The Monster. I believe his name is Ty Burrell. I think it. would I stand by that dream. That's a good casting choice. I think. Yeah. I mean, who else is there? Probably like nobody, a thousand other people. But come on. So I did begin recording because I I thought we might as well listen to a little bit of Tarzan Boy, my least favorite song, my favorite song of all time.
0: So so is Is this? Is there going to be an intro, or is this we're already in it?
1: Oh, cool. A little little bit already into it. But listener, yeah, guys, may hear a voice who could sound like Robin's voice. Doesn't sound like Steph's voice. Maybe it's. A special guest by the name of say your name
0: right now. Devin person Yay. Yes. Am I supposed to use a ghost voice the whole time? No. Devin Person. Ooh, that's really that's good. a good one though. Yeah.
1: I love that. Let's all try it. <laughs> Stephanie <Fagan.
0: laughs> I'm not
1: doing it. You got to. We'll <laughs> Boo-round. Boo round.
0: <laughs> That's really good. It's like you're doing the, the Simpsons Halloween credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys,
1: yeah. Phantom. Okay. Phantom? Yeah. All right. Phantom I was trying again? to make your name scary. Ugh, I don't know. Look... You're listening to That's the Spirit Welcome. podcast. Welcome. again. Welcome back, friend. If you're here for the first time, this podcast about ghosts, ghouls, scary spookiness, bumps in the night, shadows, specters, things Robin and I are crawlies. Creepy crawlies. You got creeping. a cryptid. You got a myth. Yeah. And also, just stuff that Robin and I want to A
0: straight to up with lie.
1: Cats. Yeah. That we just own. the
0: thing that you are <laughs> yeah. not telling the truth about. You lie. For attention. Are you going
1: to look it up? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I could say anything. Honestly, one of these episodes, we should pull a fast one and just be like, and listener, none of that was true. I'll say Honestly, probably though, about 10% of, of whatever I say every time is stuff where I'm like, I gotta round out this sentence, so I'll just write how it ends. I, I do know <laughs> that you like the Wikipedia articles. You know, so I love the Wikipedia. of research. <laughs> yeah. They so. count. They're legitimate. They're legit. Also, this podcast today is brought articles. to you by Truly Spiked and Sparkling. And Stella Artois. Seedra. And...
0: An amber ale with a—it's like a crane on it, some kind of long-necked bird. I'll say. Who
1: don't like that? Maybe a heron. Maybe an ibis. Is that a heron?
0: Maybe it's an ibis. I think an ibis is connected to like.
1: That's a blue heron, my friend.
0: Well, I'm gonna say it's an ibis because I think that Egyptian god Thoth has an ibis head. You got Thoth on the mind. He's, like, one of the, uh, like, (gasps) land of the dead kind of gods. He
1: is! That's exactly right. right. A
0: psychopomp. I was looking up the term today.
1: Oh, Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a word. Psychopomp?
0: A psychopomp. How good of a word is that?
1: That's really good. That means you've got death on the mind?
0: No, psychopomp is, like, an animal or a spirit or whatever that guides you into the land of the dead. So...
1: My favorite ghost story is the story of Inanna, who goes into the underworld... To save her sister.
0: Don't eat anything.
1: Why? Yeah, you gotta stay. Oh no. Just
0: generally, so if you're in the land of the dead, do not, do not it's have what they're weird. having.
1: Whatever. That's really tough because like never it's it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's rude not to take it. Like it's sorry, but if it. I see yeah. it, it's considerate eating. Also, if I'm just, just not be like, like I'm, I'm gluten get? free, and they'll be like, Oh Whoa. yeah, yeah. If they're like, but yeah. it's a banana. I'll be like, mm, Yeah, right. don't want to risk it. You know, fruitarian. I can't eat that. Isn't
0: that when
1: you only eat fruit? I don't know what it is, but one time well, in Steve Jobs was
0: a fruitarian, right?
1: I mean, a Steve desperate Jones. attempt. Loved to
0: I loved fucking apples.
1: Love <laughs> <Guess> what? <laughs> fucking apples. Apples won't do chemo's job. They really mm. won't. They really, really won't. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. She's okay. super allowed. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got. It's She's the got number of people I had messaging me, being like, "Just don't do chemo. Try CBD oil." And it's like, "That's great," but I can do yeah. both. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say you can't just do it all? Just do it all. You have it all, guys. You can and have then it pretend all. Pretend it never happened, guys. One I think thing it's like I want
0: to be in an open relationship with Western medicine. Mm-hmm. Like oh, Western yes. medicine is who I go home and I sleep with at night, but I can go fuck any kind of, you right. know, tincture, like, sure. Cryo freezing acupuncture. Sure. acupuncture oh, I love all whatever. Of I've like, gotten
1: so many weird things yeah. done on, I've gotten so many weird groupons. Yeah. I did that Soma dome recently. Do you know about this? Amazing.
0: Is this that uh, inscape or whatever it's
1: called? It's like you go into a thing that's like an uh, egg
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you sit in it and it's like sensory deprivation, but you don't have to float.
0: Oh, okay. it's like,
1: it's it's color changing lights and like um,
0: color changing lights sounds like the opposite of sensory deprivation. Yeah, it sounds like to it's me.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it it's accompanied by like.
0: Drum and bass music. I don't know what
1: it's called, but it's <laughs> like reggae Special um tones that like I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> 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 you can find it on groups. Like, so it's like yeah. you go in there for 15 minutes, you pay to relax, and it's honestly you pay to worth it in the city, guys. It's worth it in Try the it city. Try it out. I don't know. Your roommate's not I've in got, there with me. I've
0: got you. a bathtub and pot. I'm pretty good.
1: Also, something I'm that you can't actually hear on this podcast, but you'd be able to feel if you were near. And honestly, if you're really, really an empath, you may be able to feel just listening is that our friend here is a bona fide wizard. Wizard!
0: I'm a certified bone wizard.
1: Certified bone wiz. Can you tell, listener?
0: Can you tell? Are you enchanted? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but no, Devin, tell us a little bit about your journey into wizardhood.
0: I moved to New York, and like many people in New York, I suffered immediate, you know, egoic pains of being like, oh, God, everything I've ever wanted to do, I'm... Way too late on, and everyone else is more talented, and shit, what am I going to do? Oh start and I'm a ghost a,
1: podcast, I guess. Right, start a ghost podcast. Not going to help. Spoiler uh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm a competitive person, and I didn't like competing with everyone, so I thought, you know, this is New York, goddammit. This is Great Gatsby City. Gosh
1: and darn it. Gosh darn it. I'm oh. kidding. I'm no, kidding. On no the we road. say oh, it okay. all the time. i kidding. Okay. I'll say it again. I'll, I'm just, I'll
0: right. say it right now. Wow. Well, brave. All right. So, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, so... I was like you know what if Jay Z can go from oh selling day. crack to selling out stadiums I can tell everyone that I'm a wizard and if I just keep at it long enough people will start to believe me wow. and wouldn't you know what I started to believe myself.
1: Wow! So you manifested it. I manifested
0: it. I did a magic ritual to become a wizard. My hair turned white. I grew a beard. This is all 100 percent true. It's and true.
1: There's. Unbelievable. unbelievable. No.
0: Yeah, and I've been a wizard for just over three years now, and wow. it's awesome. It's how I met you guys. Yeah. And it's pretty much the uh, the guiding hand of fate in my life that steers me towards more interesting opportunities. Yeah. Like. Um, hello, what is your day job? This is my day job. Can
1: I tell you the day that we met you, Robin and I were walking to meet, we were walking to meet Devin in the park, everybody, and we mm-hmm. were looking around, looking around, looking around, and I look over Robin's shoulder. She had seen you before at a show you were doing. And we were looking, I, I hadn't. Like, Where is he? Where is he? And I was like, it's not that guy, is it? And you were dressed in like head to toe black, like in a karate person uniform. With... <laughs> it's called a like, I know what it's called,
0: okay? It did karate for many years. All right, well...
1: And you were you were practicing your, like, labyrinth style... What is that uh, called with the ball? Oh, uh, the
0: crystal ball, the crystal. contact juggling. Yeah, yeah yeah, yes,
1: yeah, yeah. contact juggling. And I was mm-hmm. like, it can't be that guy. Is and it I turned around and I was like, it like, this sure is. Because exactly yeah, <laughs> I went to that, kind of. that wizard-themed Kevin Geeks Out that you did, and I got home and I was like, I can't stop thinking about this... <laughs> this wizard, the most magical person <laughs> I've ever seen speak live. And I was so enchanted. Yeah. I would truly, and Steph, Steph was like, you are under his thrall. And I was yeah, like, I so know. it's fine. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, and now here we are. I know. Now I we're was all just friends. thinking about it on my
0: way over. I was like, every time that I do something, um, there's like an Ariel pink song, interesting results. And I always think about that where it's like, Oh, I'm going to go on a podcast or do a show or whatever. And I really go in with zero expectations. And then sure enough, sometime later, like, an email shows up It's yeah. like, here is the next yeah, doorway yeah. in your journey. And I'm like, okay, cool. And you were that doorway a while yeah. ago, and now we've become friends, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And now Guys, you've been it really ghost, is true. Your ghost cast.
1: If well, you just start talking I knew about you before
0: you were ghost casters, though. I know. I just, just want to throw that out there. The I'm, the not, board I'm board. not some... Ghost, hanger on. fucking, <laughs> yeah. star hunter.
1: Oh, on I wish you were there, because I would have so many questions.
0: Yeah, I'm not like Dan Aykroyd and Ghostbusters.
1: Honestly, we did an entire episode with our friend Mike about people ghost who sex. fuck ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a very special. Up. There's a lot of people that do. Yeah, yeah. and Catch you need to be really careful. What we, our big takeaway was like the ghost definitely is the dom in whatever situation that you're yeah. in. With it, they have all the power. Yeah, so you gotta really know ahead of time before you like go into it. It's gotta be Whoa. enthusiastic consent. Yeah, you got to. But you know, yeah, it's, no, it's we were tough. talking about before we started recording. Like, if you are just authentic and do and like are passionate about a thing that you love, yeah, then, like people who are interested in similar things will find you.
0: Well, there's like the secret, right? You know, if you believe in in something, don't even
1: say that is hearsay. (laughs) I've never even read it.
0: Stephanie loves Tarzan Boy, and then (laughs) Tarzan Boy, and The Secret. I do love Tarzan Boy. But the secret, you know, is if you think about something, you can manifest it. And I think that's. I thought about being hot
1: for 30 years, and it's never happened. I think it has happened. I think it's happened every day.
0: Uh, But. The problem is, is that if you think something and everyone else thinks the opposite, then it's not true. Sure. As we've seen every season of American Idol, yes. where they make fun of people who are like, I know that I'm the best singer in the world. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's like, you're not, so you're not. They're like, like Tarzan. I know it in my heart, and I'll prove <laughs> you wrong. And it's like, you literally never will. That's <laughs> yeah. a fact. It was And so, so bad. I realized that early on in the wizard process where I was like... If I convince myself I'm a wizard, that's half of it. And right. then everyone else is like, that guy just shit his pants on the G train. They don't think I'm a wizard. They think I'm a fucking crazy homeless person that's sure. jabbering to myself. Right. But if I can get other people like you sexy ladies to buy oh, into it you. then all of a sudden instead of people going I'm just trying
1: to make me feel better for saying I <laughs> dreamed
0: about being yeah there's no there's no body shame presence. Ugh.
1: Um
0: but so yeah no instead of someone going you think you're a wizard they're going oh I heard you're a wizard oh, or, yes oh do you know Devin oh yeah yeah the yes. wizard yeah absolutely yeah
1: I will say one of the most annoying things that happens when like we introduce you to someone else is that they think that you're ironically a wizard sometimes, they'll just be like, oh, like, did you go to Hogwarts? And one time you're like, no, that that's a fake place. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> like, very dry. Like you would be like, that's not real. I'm a oh, person. When was that? After the show with Max and Natalie. Oh, So I right. was like, did you get to Hogwarts? You're like, that's not a place that exists. <laughs> it's from a book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I, like, you know, obviously like when I go out on the street, I, I go out on the street, I go on the subway, like, dressed full wizard. I have, I'm wearing my whiz casual, as I like to call it, that Love I wear. It. To my office. Uh, but when I go out full wizard, I obviously will get like, Merlin, yo Dumbledore. My favorite was I was walking down the streets of Bedstuy, like into Bushwick, and no one was looking at me. Like, people were either like, oh, fucking crazy white kid, who cares? <laughs> or people were like, too cool for school white kids, and they were just not gonna give me the satisfaction. Yeah, sure. And so no one's noticing I'm dressed full wizard, and then this elderly Hispanic woman, I turn the corner and she goes, oh, you are a Merlin! Oh, and I was like, yes. That's love exactly it. right. Beautiful. Um, but most of the time when people like have that reaction, when it's not just shouted at me from a moving car, yeah. I try and just be like, look, man, you met a wizard today. Yeah. It's up to you in the next five minutes what you do with that. I can literally change your life, or you can make a stupid Harry Potter joke. One that magic I, is your, in I'm your hands. I'm still a wizard. One yeah. time
1: a group of mean teens on the train called me Harry Potter just because I was wearing glasses. They weren't even round. Also, a group of mean teens, Rob and I were walking so far, <laughs> and one of them was like, oh, don't mess with those lesbians. <laughs> this was like two weeks ago. They were like, look out, the lesbians are coming through, and we were like, "Thank you. all right, sorry. Thank, thank, you, thank you very you. much. Thank you for respecting our space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for giving me the space yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah. I will also say, like, there's, I feel like something to be said for the fact that you when people ask you those questions you're not like you're very educational with them in terms of like can you do magic and you're like let me tell you what I feel about magic instead of just like yeah or like no I shut up
0: sometimes I mean I obviously for a while I was like really trying to teach myself magic tricks which spoiler alert magic tricks are a pain in the butt like, like
1: cards or like card
0: like? like like so cards are one thing but you cards are like let me pull out cards and I'm clearly doing a magic trick right. the whole other world of magic tricks it's like the tr- the reveal is one thing but the the hard part is like i have to like stand here with this ball hidden in view waiting for an opportunity to be like Whoa! <laughs> and if like if you don't want to dominate a conversation with your canned lines that you've used again and again and again mm. to set up that moment, right. it's hard to do it. And so right. I let go of that idea and now I try and just be real with people. I have, um, what is it they call it? The Again, we're on a ghost podcast. Perfect. It's like the spirit of the stairwell, that like French Ooh. term for when you oh, think...
1: d'Escalier.
0: Exactly. When you think of the funny line mm-hmm. after it's happened. So it happens to me a lot where I'm like, Ugh, oh, yeah. that would have been like the way funnier... Response to that question. That's the worst. But in the moment, I I don't want to be... Like, I've seen, you know, people that believe in the occult and do that kind of magic hate when you're like, oh, you do magic? Do something for me. Yeah. And then they go, well, and they push their glasses up and they go, magic doesn't work that way. Actually, it's a power of the system of belief, and I do not want to do that. So what I've been really glad <laughs> is that... Um, You know, in the right situations, I do hypnosis now. And so when someone's like being like, oh, you're a wizard, can you do this? And I'm like, no, but I can give you a wizard experience. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, step over here. And then I drop them into trance. And then they come up, and they're like, what just happened?
1: That happened to Max, everyone. You know our friends, Max and Ellie. Came on the pod. Uh, dead and hardcore hypnotized Max yeah he did not remember anything <laughs> yeah and he's a, he's he a little bit confused. like as someone who I think I, I think I can say this about you Max I don't think that you like to be out of control of yourself <laughs> so I feel like it did shake you to your core and I, I want you to do it again to Max oh, I just want to see you hi- hypnotize Max like once every day
0: I don't think he was out of control I think oh, No, sure, sure. I I'm
1: definitely exaggerating. He
0: had a good time. And if he yeah. did, I'll make him think that he did. Can
1: you hypnotize yourself?
0: Yeah. Um, self-hypnosis is just funny because um, I describe hypnosis in general as being like the coolest passenger in a car ever. So you're sitting in the passenger seat. You're not grabbing the wheel. The person has free will. But you're just like, hey, if you take a ride up here, we can go check out this awesome view of the sunset. And you're like, yeah, I love sunsets. And you turn to the right and you go mm. up there. And you're like, that was a great sunset, man. You're doing a great job of this.
1: Oh, If wow. you turn over here,
0: we can go to this pond and we can go dip our feet in the cool water. And you're like, yeah, I want to do that. that. And But you also could be like, I actually got to go pee and we're going to go find a rest stop. And you're like, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. So when you're hypnotizing yourself, I used to run into the problem of, how are you the passenger and the driver at the same time? Mm-hmm, right. And I would be trying to give myself the instructions while also falling under the sway of my own hypnotism, and then I would kind of drift off into a dream state, and then I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh no, I like lost the thread of right. like journeying through the woods or whatever thing I was trying to do with myself. And when I started actually doing formal training this year, one of the most valuable things was that I was like, oh, when you do self-hypnosis, don't worry about staying in control the whole time, mm-hmm. just hand the keys to your subconscious. So what I'll do now is I'll tell myself the time and what I want to work on. I'll be like, all right, just got off of work. I'm feeling kind of just like bleh, you know, like after work yes, brain where you're like, day. you're so used to multitasking, you can't settle down. And I'll be like, all right, let me take 10 minutes to chill out. That's the goal. That's the time limit. And I'll start going through those exercises too. Drop myself in the trance, and then at a certain point, it feels kind of like I'm starting to doze off. Like, if you ever had that experience, like a really boring class, mm-hmm. you're like paying attention, well, paying day. attention, walking through a field with flowers that's and not real, writing. this is a dream. And the lighting like,
1: starts trailing off, the exactly. Paper. Yeah, yeah. And you snap
0: back, and so I'll have that where it's that feeling of like all right, I'm like walking down the stairs, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then my mind wanders. And honestly, my mind wanders about like normal everyday stuff. It's not like Mm -hmm. a totally spooky experience, but what is cool is how good your brain is at telling time. And so it's like when you try and take a nap Mm -hmm. and you don't get all the way to sleep, but you get to that kind of like, I was just about to doze off. Mm -hmm. And then you come back enough where you're like, I'm not going to go back. Yeah. I, like, I'm ready to get up. And that'll happen. I'll come back up, and then I'll check my phone, and I'm like, it's exactly 10 minutes later. All yeah, right. Man. And i And the more that I've learned to trust it, the more I'm like, oh, okay. And my goal, yeah, I feel way more chill or, like, ready to do something creative or mm-hmm. whatever well, it might be. That's
1: like my crazy friend who's like, I don't set my alarm. I just wake up, like, mm-hmm. when the sun comes out. and I'm like, are you eat- fucking kidding me right now? Well, like, I could sleep through 100 alarms. Yeah, I don't know. She just wakes up with the <coughs> sunshine. That's kind of nice. I wish I could do that. I want nice. to get one of those sunshine alarm clocks, but then I'm like, that's kind of disgusting to think about. Yeah. Why? Because it's like a sunshine alarm clock. I think that's nice. I think I I want it to be nice, but I just can't. I feel like you're way more likely to wake up nice. What is by being wrong with a sunshine alarm light? clock? Yeah. If you
0: have like a 10 millipedes crawling across your face alarm clock, no! like that, ah, no, don't do that. But a sunshine alarm clock's fine.
1: It's fine. I did Even get though you a 10-millipedes like, alarm clock, though, for let <laughs> me just wake up screaming bloody murder every day morning. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't need coffee anymore. I have the millipedes alarm clock <laughs> every day. I've always
0: thought of one where it would just yank all of your blankets off at the time you're supposed to get up. There's and then, you, one that and it jumps just like,
1: off your counter and rolls around on wheels called Clocky, like, from Yeah Playhouse. You know. And, and you got to chase it. Oh. <sighs> Um, That's usually when when Blue is here. Blue is with my with my parents right now. Everyone, it's fine. He's just having a he's a country boy. He needs some country time. But usually, my cat is just like slamming my cat now as well nudging me. My Alexa robot is my alarm now, and that's a fun challenge every day because if I want to snooze, I have to remember the word for snooze. Which is snooze. So I'll wake up and be mostly asleep and be like, Alexa. And most of the time I can't remember it. So I'll just yell another S word at her. So I'll just be like, Alexa... Shine spaghetti, yeah, and then it won't stop, and then I'll have to wake up just to remember the word snooze.
0: Are you that confused when you wake up? You're one of those terribly confused deep sleeper people. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you would be a phenomenal hypnotic subject. You would be. I'm sure I would.
1: I am barely present at any given moment. (laughs) Come on. I don't know if that's true. I You're very there. present in all of You know that lives. I like to disappear to a, my special room in my mind that I decorate when I'm stressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do um, you have a thing that you, you do? Well, yeah, it's called a mine Mind Well, mine is beautifully furnished and it's growing every yeah. day. It's around... You oh, know who else I'm one of those?
0: Hannibal Lecter. Oh, I feel like a no. lot of oh, no. bad people <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> no! No, 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 no. It's, it's one where of I
1: go to be safe! Too. <laughs> it's
0: a mnemonic technique. That's yeah. actually like the like. Hannibal Lecter was also a very intelligent. Well, yeah. I
1: like to decorate it when I'm feeling very stressed mm-hmm. and like I can't be wherever I actually am. <laughs> that's what I. That's I like do one that of the darkest well. things I feel like I've ever said. What do you mean? I don't know. It just sounds sad. It's a it's a shared universal thing. I think. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. To feel like you don't want to be where you are.
0: Yeah, where lots it? of places suck.
1: Okay. T- tons. Yeah. And if Tons you have an awesome place suck. in your
0: mind, that's better. That's better than most people who have a terrible place in their mind that yeah, they're in yeah. all the time. And mm-hmm. they go to awesome places and they're like, but I hate it for this reason. And you're like, I can't bring you anywhere.
1: I know. I can't bring you anywhere. It's like when I tried to take my brother Patrick to brunch once and he was so pissy that he ordered blueberry blintzes and didn't eat any of them. <gasps> anyway, but I'm still so mad glad. about it. I know. It's one the
0: easiest food to eat. They just fall down your throat. I know. They
1: basically just off. They bring the plate and they slide it down your gullet. Yeah, they like they
0: come, like come like to life and they like yeah. sing a song of yeah, like, it's like, let's hot all go slaver. to the tummy yeah. and then they march into your <laughs> so belly.
1: I literally just licked my lips like a cartoon cat thinking about blintzes. Mm-hmm. I just like, mmm, 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 Guys. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so ghosts. So, you know, as we do what with do you most think guests, we have. Factor
0: fiction.
1: Yes. after fiction. Ghosts are real or not. So, we always ask our guests, like, what do you want to talk about? Some people don't know. Some people do. You did know.
0: Of course I did. You had
1: an amazing suggestion, which was that we do ghosts with unfinished
0: business. (laughs) Unfinished
1: business. Which is awesome. Which is great. And actually, a lot of different, like, subdivisions of ghosts could fall under this category. But what... What do you believe is a ghost with unfinished business?
0: Well, that's a great <laughs> question, Stephanie. Thank you. Um it's my fresh air voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. A ghost with unfinished business I think is a cultural trope. I think that's one of the main ghost facts that we have, at least in the West, I don't know if that's universal. I mean, maybe, yes. maybe, maybe Japanese butthole ghosts are like, I'm just doing this for kicks. Like, <laughs> oh, God.
1: This is just They actually you. are. Yes. They are just yes. for fun. But,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> The idea that, yeah, you, you had something you didn't resolve, and so you're hanging around, and as a wizard, I think a lot about our cultural mythology and what does it mean, and mm. you know, why do we have a Hollywood film industry that makes movies where the bad guys are always evil corporations or generals. Hmm. Maybe, mm. maybe our cultural consciousness feels like there's something wrong with the military industrial mm. complex. I don't know. It's
1: almost like it's a message of some kind,
0: but I, th- I, I pay a lot of attention to those messages. So mm. when you asked me about theme, I thought about it, uh, cause I don't have any great, like a ghost, appeared and it was a little Victorian child that oh, said I like, wish.
1: Wish you do did. you want to play? I mean, um, neither of us do either, uh, tragically.
0: So, tragically I'm not ghosted in that way um, but I was thinking about it in relationship to the hypnosis training I just did where well, there's so many fascinating stories, especially uh, Milton Erickson was one of the real revolutionary people in the field of hypnosis so before that there's a variety of approaches, but he really was like, it's about the unique individual and helping them access the resources they have already to resolve their own problems. Cool. And some of it is, I mean, a lot of hypnosis theory is that what you're doing is you're undoing hypnosis that accidentally got put in there. Ooh, right. Like, like
1: programming? Like programming. Demo, basically. Like, like
0: basically, like someone had a pivotal moment when, you know, they were a kid and someone said, you know. Shut up. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, don't you ever talk back to me or this, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then they find themselves unable to speak back to authority for the rest of their right. life. Because basically when they were in that vulnerable state, that just got jammed in there. Yeah. And now it's... I re-
1: that jabs with
0: me. Yeah, it's like totally not even... You're not even aware of it sometimes. Do you know
1: about, like, motor programs in your brain and stuff? mm So basically when I was, like, used to be a trainer and... The thing that people do, it, the basically like one of the hardest things you can change in for somebody is their behavior, mm-hmm. and that even comes down to like how they do simple things like hold a cup and bring it to their lips, mm-hmm. right? So if your brain learned something one way, it creates a pathway, like a neurological pathway, called a motor program, and you're going to physically do that thing that way forever, mm-hmm. even if it's bad for you. Yeah. So. It takes a lot of time and energy to teach somebody that, like, doing, like, this with their, like, twisting their wrist when they go to drink actually is bad for them. And they could just do this. And it's, it's not. Oh, I write
0: by hand like a crazy person. Yeah. Like, no one would ever think, like, that is a good way to hold a writing instrument and move it across a page without your own hand smudging everything that you're writing as right. you go. So
1: you can imagine, like, if some, if it's hard enough to change the way somebody runs or uh, walks or squats, it's probably even more teach difficult to, to teach like them to yeah, <laughs> squatting. Now what yeah. if I just like to lay? But it, it must be even harder to convince them, like, no, no, when that person told you so many times when you were little to shut your mouth. Right. Actually, you have a beautiful like voice and you deserve to be heard. It's yeah. not going to register for them unless they do the, some real work for it.
0: Or you're trying to you're trying to prove it true, you know. If you dress like a slut, no man will ever respect you and then you right. date dirtbag dudes cuz you're constantly trying to prove that mm-hmm. idea true. So that got in my head as like you know, those are ghosts that we all have that have unfinished business. And just like in the movie where, when, uh, like in the sixth sense, right? Like eventually they're like, what if you just talk to the ghosts Mm -hmm. and like help them? And then they start going away. Um, there's what's called internal family systems therapy, which is, it's like a parts therapy thing. So if you have a rage issue for, let's say as an example, You would go inside yourself and kind of do a little bit of a hypnosis exercise, and then you would say, all right, let's bring the rage part of you forward Hmm. so we can talk to it like it's almost a different part of you, and then ask it, hey, what are you trying to do? Like, not in a mean way, like, you need to get out of here, but, like, what's going on? And then that part will be like, I'm here to protect you. Yeah. And you're like, okay. I appreciate that, but you did punch my boss out last week, (laughs) and so now I don't have a job. And that hasn't really protected me from being broke. So we need to reconfigure this. Can we make a deal? And you literally negotiate with that part and say, how about we do things this way, and if that's not working for you, I will check back in with you in a week, and we can check.
1: I've accidentally been hypnotizing myself
0: for years. <laughs> yeah. I do this all the time. Yeah, and it, like, it's, like, it's super, super helpful, and, like, people find that it... Just,
1: it's extremely helpful. It's extremely helpful. It's changed, like, every single thing about my life. Yeah,
0: because... I try that. It's the same thing with the ghost, that the more yeah. you try and kick the ghost out of your house, the more it's, like, gonna yes. break shit and, like, yeah. puke blood into your toilet and do all this weird stuff that you don't want it to do, where as one of these problems. And you finally sit down and you're like, why are you making me feel this sad? It's like, because this. And you're like, oh, little part. Come here and get a hug. Yeah. And it's like, you never listen to me and you always tell me I'm bad and go away. And so I, like, I've like i been making all these problems for you to out. get these attention. And it's like, thank you for hearing me. I'll let you go back to doing your life now. Mm -hmm.
1: Please
0: enjoy your normal behavior.
1: I also like what you kind of did there with comparing it to a ghost because those parts of you that are like inside that want to sabotage you, but really what they want is something else. They're not going to go away. They're part of you. And like a haunted house, that energy isn't going to go away. It can't be created. It cannot be destroyed. So what happens is it stays and like it's kind of up to you how you interact with it. And if it, if you even notice it after a while, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think we're talking about Beetlejuice here.
1: I'm pretty much saying that everything is Beetlejuice inside your yeah. soul.
0: Yeah. What are you I saying, wish, man? Not
1: I'm just saying I feel like I have a lot <laughs> to talk about with my therapist next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. this week I just showed her photos from my phone, and she was like, "This doesn't apply to your life." And I was like, yeah. "We're going to look my at my We're looking at them." Yeah. <laughs> like, did you <laughs> did you find in your in your searches like an unfinished business? Business to mm-hmm. business, ghost in particular? Or or no?
0: In my search, <laughs> as in you mean... In life? <laughs> yeah. Thinking about <laughs> this theme for like a minute before I email it to you? That's
1: exactly mm, what no. we do. Okay, so 20 minutes before we came to my house. Oh, no. I did find some ghosts that okay. fall under this category. So right. more like on the nose in terms of like ghostiest stuff. Mm-hmm. When I thought unfinished ghosts... First, I Un- thought st- Casper... You know.
0: are very thirsty for Casper. Let yeah. me tell
1: you, Devins- I'm sorry. The- is it Devon Sawa?
0: It's Devon yeah, Sam- yeah, yeah, Sawa. Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. But Same a name. main Same name. theme of Casper is unfinished business because. It's hard for me to remember exactly which ghost it is in the movie because it's not him. It's not Casper himself. I believe that oh, it is like Bill Pullman's brothers. dead wife. Yes, it's exactly uh, Bill Pullman's dead wife. And and she has unfinished business and that's why she can't pass on. Yeah, And unfinished business, as a phrase, is said a lot of times in that movie. So when you said it, I was like, Casper, yeah, got it there. I'm there. I mean, you're always like two degrees from a cast. I'm always no like ready to go. Is, going is that Christina on. Like fucking sure locked is, and loaded. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of go. like also the star of that movie. That darn cat. That darn cat. Which he says just like. Also, the ice That's storm darn cat. Filmed, ice filmed in storm. Huh? what town? New Canaan? Connecticut. Oh, fun.
0: Christina Ricci ice storm. Ice storm is so good. She sure is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Filmed in New Canaan. Rachel. Nice. Shout well out, so Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel and I drove, uh, made our mom drive us to New Canaan to try and see if we could catch them filming it at the library. Ooh, fun. Did you? No. No? Well, so I was thinking about ghosts without finished business. And the category of ghosts that I think falls probably most under this heading would be vengeful ghosts. Because even though... This, un- it's like not a healthy thing at all, like an unfinished business where you're coming deep inside of yourself and you're figuring out like your own behavior and how to change. They're just coming back to fuck shit. Oh, I love that because they've got business to ruin. So I have a couple that I want to share with you guys. The first one is Carl Pritt. Ooh. He's, this is American folklore. So these are worldwide. So what you were saying about an unfinished... a, I keep on saying an unfinished ghost. <laughs> a ghost I with unfinished we business. the ghost. The ghost the of
0: it. Uh, yeah, a like melting
1: snowman. Yeah, yeah. Like so a working process. Barely promise. together. But this is a worldwide um
0: It's not some Protestant fang. work ethic thing where it's no. like, once you die, your work isn't done, and you've got to come back yes. and make sure you finish raising the, the bond.
1: No, someone's got to keep toiling after the, the grave. Yep. Yeah. Yes, no, it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But this man, Carl, in June of 1938, He uncovered his wife's infidelity and in his own bed, no less, which is like insult to injury, honestly. Distraught with the betrayal, he grabbed a chain.
0: Wait, hold on. I'm going to draw an issue with like, what, like it's better if they were fucking on the floor?
1: In his own ding-dang bed, I don't though. know. <laughs> this <laughs> Look, was eight, 1938, know. so I feel like it was like standard, right after was the, like, then. during the Depression. It's like, they were like, I only have this one yeah, bed. Yeah, we only bed. have one bed.
0: <laughs> we all sleep in sure, it at night. Sure, are yeah. not wrong. You are eight children away from me while I'm sleeping in I personally this hobo be, that we house for the night. It's fine.
1: I would be more angry currently, present day, if I caught... Somebody sleeping with somebody in my bed, as opposed to like in on the couch, I would be more angry if they were doing it in my bed. I'll, I guess just would be like, it's come a safe space. On. So yeah, I don't want other people sweating. Right, I'd be like, get out of there. That's mine. <laughs> it's not safe space. Just saying, I feel safe there. That's where I snooze.
0: I'm just saying, most people fucking beds. <laughs> when
1: I can remember to. Sure, but like, get, ask my permission.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I'm definitely Before for Before I that. fuck
1: my wife in my Or, you know, yeah. if it's an affair, find a nice stump or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go, Go to your own bed. Who knows? Good but you on a tennis court at night. It really bothered <laughs> Carl, yeah. and he grabbed a chain, which I guess was nearby, and strangled her with it while the dude was That's sweet. fucking hardcore. Yes. Once he realized what he'd done, he killed himself and was buried away from his with wife chain and in, his in another cemetery. Mm. The locals began to claim that the headstone appeared to have a chain embedded <gasps> in it, although it was not there when it was first installed. That's when the victims began piling no. up. No, the first victim was a young boy who threw rocks at the tombstone. Don't fuck with tombstones, guys. We say it every time. Why you gotta do that? Don't kick a tomb. Don't I do
0: think, it. I think don't fuck with tombstone is a general rule that applies to it's both graveyards movement. and frozen pizza. like yes. Don't fuck with tombstone.
1: Exactly. Or the movie Tombstone.
0: Or the movie Tombstone. I'm
1: your Huckleberry. I'm your. I'm your Huckleberry. It's a really good one. Oh, Val Kilmer forever. Um, Batman. Batman forever. <laughs> While he was writing, Wasn't he into Batman? Yeah, dude. That's how I said it. Was he in Batman forever? <laughs> yeah, he is Batman forever. Is he in Batman on, forever? Wait, so as I the Batman? <laughs> I think so. Wow. How
0: was his... What is his unfinished business if he... He didn't caught his wife cheating, murdered her, he didn't and then was like, "I enough. didn't murder her hard enough. I'm going to kill these other random people." No, I
1: maybe don't, the business was like, "I still hate children." I, I think don't. the unfinished business I is that know. he didn't kill the dude. Oh yeah, you got to. Why you not kill the dude before killing your wife? Whatever. It was yes. an act of rage, and I, I feel <laughs> like, I, I, look, let me. look. right. See what right. I'm is. so sorry. Just get. So you this can do it. this boy who threw rocks at the tombstone, yeah. he was riding his bike back home, lost control, as if someone. Or something else was controlling the bike and he crashed during the accident the bike chain came loose Mm -hmm. and strangled him which is crazy a few weeks later that is really fucking crazy do you even know how hard it is to take a chain off a bike and strangle yourself how does your face even get that a few weeks later the boy's mother took an axe and destroyed the tombstone because that's how convinced this town was that it was this fucking dude yeah while she was hanging her clothes to dry later, no. the clothesline came loose, wrapped itself around her neck, and strangled her. Guess what? Her clothesline was also made out of chain, you guys. Oh, come on. Instead of string. Come on. Why would it be I don't that know. Way? When authorities went to the graveyard, they found that the tombstone was unharmed, guys. Mm-mm. Three more people, each one a person who disturbed Pruitt's grave, died in a similar manner. No. Eventually, after all the other corpses were moved... His plot was forgotten and Great. covered by weaves.
0: And the ghost launched a successful career as a recording artist that we know today.
1: Two Chains! As Two Chains! Two Chains! I didn't see where that was going, and I was going to be like Coldplay.
0: play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Why would your go. goddamn clothesline be a chain? I don't know. This is it
0: was tough back in the day.
1: Back in the day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you had barbed wire
0: for a belt. She chains was just for using the, the very chain
1: that killed her son because yeah. she was like, "Well, I gotta save whatever I can."
0: You were. You Y'all know.
1: ready for another ghost? Yeah. I'm just gonna keep reading these, please. Do. Yeah, please do. We're gonna um, keep so tackling sorry. them. I you know, that's exactly I feel like the a point real Statler and Waldorf. But I can't. Good. Stop. Sundel Bolong. This one is Malaysian. One of the more popular ghosts, actually. Um, A beautiful woman who died while she was pregnant and then gave birth to her child while in her grave. Whoa! This is obviously a legend. That is something that can happen, though. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? You can die in childbirth and then still give birth.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, You you can die in childbirth and have a a kid.
1: I mean, I imagine in the grave. It's been a couple days. Probably not in the grave, no. Right. I wonder if there's ever been an instance where someone's like... She's been dead for three days, but then like the body well, you expels can probably, the child. Yeah, that,
0: Doc, I meant to ask yeah. you, what happened to the child? Was I'm like, sure that oh shit, and then they child? all run to the grave. I'm sure
1: that has <laughs> happened, but that the child does not come out alive. No, or that they pronounce somebody dead who actually isn't dead yet, and and then they go into full labor in the grave. <laughs> well, it used to happen that people would fall into like deep comas where you couldn't hear their yeah. heartbeat. And then they'd be pronounced dead. And then you'd have to ring your little bell to let everybody know that you That you're never right. worked, just yeah. for the record. That never worked at all. I mean... Simply didn't work... I didn't, didn't make it up. ...a one time. Um, so this ghost wanders the earth dressed in a flowing white gown with long black hair draped down her buttocks, says here, hmm. which serves to cover up the hole in her back where her baby came that out. That is so Gross. How did it do?
0: Is this like How an abstinence education ghost? I this hope. Is, this
1: is I'll be honest, I am picturing Kim Kardashian as this long, <laughs> yeah. black-haired ghost. It says here that her main prey is men, and it's said to be very difficult to resist her charms. Yep, that all I know. Her up. name is said to mean, quote, prostitute with a hole in her. And come on. That's not the term we use. No, it's certainly not, and it's also not even creative. Honestly, with a hole in her is... Like, Don't, who yeah. doesn't have a who, hole in them? Who among us is whole? Doesn't have a hole. Yeah. Uh, so basically, once the Sundelbo long lures a man away, she cast- castrates him, usually leaving him alive to suffer. And they say that this is because her pregnancy was a result of a violent rape. Mm. And that's why she... Gotta do what you gotta do to get back at those men, This ghost story
0: reminds me a lot. I know it's Indonesian, not Malaysian, but there's an Indonesian film called Lady Terminator
1: that was made
0: after the first... I've
1: heard of this. The first
0: Terminator had come out, not Terminator 2. And so there's a lot of scenes in this that are like very much just that scene from Terminator except with a lady. But the funniest part is that it's not... A robot. It's, it's just a lady. It's a whole like Indonesian legend about like a sea witch that has like a snake dagger <gasps> that comes out of her vagina. When
1: you what? It, good. because when you did that, he did a wonderful hand uh, motion w- w- and w- I was w- like, w- is it a snake dick?
0: No, it's but kind a, of it's, it's kind of. So it's like this Indonesian legend and they had like, you know, flashbacks at the beginning to like when the curse got put in place and then of course somehow it gets activated and she comes out of the ocean and just starts wasting dudes. It's very kind of like species. Like she like seduces them and then she like wastes them. Oh, but so then she's but I then she's like to. bulletproof and so it's very like Terminator. I wow. love it. like literally. Um, What's it Lady Terminator. Terminator. I love that. Like also, literally a witch doctor blows up. like magic crystals into her eyes so her eyes fucked up and she has to carve it out <gasps> like the scene from Terminator where he has to like.
1: Oh yeah. Fix or like, like Hubo and the Two Strings. I never saw God, that
0: movie, movie is so spooky. I love it. I think about kids where, like, the mom is I like, see it. Oh, great, now my son is afraid of the moon, and this won't be inconvenient. <laughs> is the
1: moon scary in it?
0: Yes, the, moon's yeah. <laughs> the moon is a bad guy in, in that movie.
1: And then the, the two sisters are really scary in it. Damn. Cool, with uh, the two strings is great. The soundtrack is great. Also, guys, this humming noise is my refrigerator. I don't know what to do. It's haunted. Um, it's I haunted. Heard that Coco was great. I loved it. You saw it. I loved Coco. Um, there are like every children's movie. I didn't see Moana. I haven't seen any Ugh. of the ones that came out in the past. Like Moana, I don't care so much the last about. Last one I saw was. It was Coco of-
0: was not only great but very ghost relevant. So
1: many squelettes. Yeah. Oh, that's would Yeah, right it. it. it's all squelettes. It's all Dia de los Muertos. My favorite is ever. Yeah.
0: Go and ahead. animales, so they're like spirit animals. Spirit animals. Did so you know
1: though that that's not like a. I think that's like an amalgamation of um, this one Mexican artist who... Made tiny, like beautiful neon figurines of animals, mm-hmm. and they wanted to use that art in the film. So that's not like something that is Dia de los Muertos, but it's just like well, the
0: animales are definitely a thing. Like when yes. you're in Mexico, they're they're everywhere. Wait, but. is everywhere.
1: this a, a, a purely animated film, or is there stop motion stuff? In
0: it? No, no, no. It's, it's, is just, it's CGI. Because oh, okay, yeah.
1: when you said they wanted to use their thing, I was picturing like, did they use the actual physical? Like oh, I would have loved that. But on. it's funny
0: because it's like it's like so detailed in this way that's like meant for like a DVD feature where they're like this is how much work we did on these things in the background and I'm like yeah little kids were not paying attention (laughs) to that you could have literally just
1: meanwhile it's like remember me and I'm weeping fucking sobbing no spoilers no spoilers it's okay it's just a wonderful song you guys ready for our next one I'm so ready the churro Indian the churro yeah the the churro he's delicious churro I think um, known also as the Chudel or Chudel. Um, this is a ghost in India mm-hmm. that is renowned for its scream. <laughs> Usually taking the form of, of a woman, a churel is said to be created when a pregnant woman dies during the festival of Diwali, mm-hmm. which is the Hindu festival of light. Yeah. Some variations say it occurs when, when a woman dies during childbirth. That's a popular one. Either way, they return to the to land die. of the living as a vampire-like creature... <gasps> Bent on revenge because of their bitterness due to their unborn child's death. So, so I'm so sorry to keep interrupting you. I can't stop. You know I love it. Are they bent on revenge against the child? Who are they bent on revenge against? Well, I'm not actually totally sure. Okay. I'm gonna find out.
0: I'm also still, like, all of these revenge ghosts. I don't connect it to the unfinished business because I feel like unfinished business is personal. Where it's like, I never told my daughter I loved her and I need to somehow get that message across. Not, I died in a shitty way and you know what? I forgot to do on my way out. Kill I guess eight so, strangers. but I think that
1: honestly Sometimes. the majority of hauntings are not like gently motivated. You'd be surprised because it's a very like there a Hollywood of style yeah. of of ghost where it's mm-hmm. like, I never told this person I love them, I'm gonna stick around and do that. That would silly have we do have ne- we have found almost zero examples. Like that's when you call in that. a medium, and the medium maybe can connect you to that. Well, so
0: theory. that was my original question was that is this a Hollywood Western trope of the unfinished business?
1: I would say Because I don't consider I murdering eight
0: strangers right. as unfinished business. Unless that was like on your to-do list and you were yeah. the ghost of a serial killer who was like I wanted to hit an even 60, and I was at the. I don't
1: know if people get haunted by ghosts yeah. with emotional baggage. Demi Moore did. Well, sure, but that's Hollywood ghosts for you. I think, like, it's also... What's interesting is it's you're less likely to hear about... It's, it's less likely to be, like, a legend of, mm-hmm. or folkloric... If somebody comes and just has one person they want right. to tell, and they have a one personal, thing. like if you were like I had a personal experience where somebody I love like sent me a message from beyond, you know, in, if from the next world, then or that whatever, spirit then isn't going to talk. Then you're me not going to be like I have a crazy ghost story, and it's that like a, a, a like a, a butterfly flew past, and like I always associated like my. Like, aunt with butterflies, you know? Like, I don't
0: know. See, I guess I'm thinking about it like you had a life purpose. Like, you had yeah. a passion yeah. or something that, like, your whole life was around, and it was unresolved when you yeah. died, and that prevents you from partying. I'm going to cite this so horribly, but I read a book on... Um, what was it called? It was called Irresistible. And it was all about like the way that our phones and various things like keep us engaged Mm -hmm. and like make everything addictive. And they were talking about like, why do you get songs stuck in your head and these Mm -hmm. sorts of things? And it's because it like, it doesn't resolve. Well, it's like, it's, it's something like that where you need to listen to the whole thing all the way through to like, get that closure. Mm -hmm. Um, that's similar to, you know, like, a TV show cliffhanger where, like, your brain is connected to the plot. And it's like, and then what happens? And you're like, we'll tell right. you later. And you're like, yeah. well, now I'm going to think about you this. Because, like, your brain is literally, like, trying to solve the problem, and it can't resolve it.
1: What about this one, though? Okay. So maybe there's a there's a Japanese ghost called a On, On, Onryo or Onryo. This is a malevolent ghost, but they're coming back intentionally to do harm to people that fucked them in life. So, to me, that's unfinished business. To me, that's coming back and, like, I mean, I'm not going to ever say that doing revenge brings you peace. I know personally me, it wouldn't does. do it for oh. me. I know you're all for revenge. I know that about you. And I love it. Yeah. These ghosts return <laughs> to the land it. of the living to right wrongs that they experienced in life.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, like, a badass, like, Clint Eastwood, you know, yes. like...
1: They'll torment, payback
0: like... Payback kind of thing. Yeah, like, and they'll, like, torment me wrong. people that did kind of, them wrong. Yeah, I just got to Until they
1: usually kill themselves. Right. And then um, they'll attack these, like, relatives or former lovers um, because they want to see... Usually... In, according to the folklore the haunting will start after a little while because they want to see they want to give people time to repent so like if mm. you are if they see that you're mourning they or like come pray, or like ask they're yeah. like I. you got the idea but if, if you're like, ugh, oh, glad that bitch is dead. They're yeah. like, okay. So
0: like when you're mad, and you're like, I'm waiting for the apology text. And then yes. like a week goes by, yeah, and, then and then you're like, like.
1: Fine, we'll fucking fight Okay, now. cool.
0: Then yeah, let's throw down. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I'm going to come yeah. to brunch
0: and spill <laughs> blood on your face.
1: Yeah, so they give you a grace period, and then they fucking come for you. Wow. Yes.
0: That's more unfinished business, because again, it's personal. Like, yeah. that's the problem that I have with, you know, like a Jason Voorhees, who's not quite a ghost. He's right. just a. a, a it's
1: a, kind of like. So you know, he's not a
0: ghost he's real oh, but like I mean, to. the yeah, guy from Friday the 13th but yeah. it's like oh you had a bad time at camp so now you're gonna kill anyone who's at this camp like
1: hey Ashley come in what's up it's okay don't worry we just cut it oh okay <laughs> yeah. hi we just cut it when okay, cool. this oh, is our so friend hi. Evan this is my roommate Ashley hi. hello she was at Crawford Magog oh cool yeah Yes.
0: Problem, yeah. Yeah. I was on my friend's podcast and they were like, oh, we're going to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, do we like cut? And they are like, no, we don't edit. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, so hang on. Boring. Do you want to just stop it edit. for a sec? For her sis. My sis. Oh, great. She All just right. like makes it sound really good. Okay, so oh. as good as she can. <laughs> yeah. So
0: ghosts that I have known and loved.
1: So ghosts my loved. feeling on Unfinished Business is... I'm pretty sure that Casper or I'm sorry that Bill Casper. Pullman's wife her unfinished business I think is that Bill Pullman still loves her and it's been it's been a hot minute since I watched the movie so I can't say for sure but that's just a feeling I have um so like I feel like a lot of unfinished business is like kind of nebulous emotional stuff like that where she's like I'm pretty sure her ghost comes at the end, and she's like, "You have to move on." She and does. like that's her like quest as a ghost is to be like, "I can cross over once you have moved on." Mm-hmm. And like, it's hard to find a, a documented a
0: haunting of. A, isn't that a an horrifying movie? thought? Yeah, that you can't cross over if someone else. Is like, but and I'm you, still in love with you. And you're right. like, look, we went on two Tinder dates. Yeah. I don't even remember your name. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm we were knocking
1: different pages.
0: Vases over in your apartment trying to get you to like yeah. go on a date with somebody else and let go right. of this. And I can't cross over. Here's what?
1: something a, a little nightmare. bit, a little bit comforting though, is that like, say that that happens and you're a ghost and you're waiting. You can just give life. it like 50 years. What's that? And it, they'll die and then you'll be free. And then that's eternity. <laughs> And, and then you're the trapped in hell with them. No, I don't know. Come there on. Most of the time, there even isn't a hell to go to. Well, of course.
0: Do you guys so, talk about what happens after you die in the podcast? Is that
1: absolutely afterlife? We haven't actually done yet. Oh wow. Some of the time we do. Like we did um, way back in the beginning. I I basically forced Robin to do a two part episode about demons with me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the first part was me just screaming about them and Catholicism. And the second mm-hmm. part we did some fun demon uh, yeah possessions, but. Reconcile my two beliefs, which are both very strong, but diametrically opposed. And one of them yeah. is that ghosts are real and haunt us all the time. And the second is that when you're dead, nothing happens, and and you die, and you're in the ground. That's it. See, but they both exist peacefully in harmony in my little, good
0: little coping. I've always had that fear of like nothingness, you know, and like you know, sure. like two in the morning, like why can't I sleep? Oh no, yeah. I'm worried about existential crises. Uh, but last year I did way too much DMT and had, like, a Ooh, get totally, you. like, yeah. breakthrough psychedelic that'll experience where you. I, like, went there. And then I was suddenly confronted with this other idea of, like, oh, if you die and it's not the end and instead you're now, like, a meta being in a fractal universe and, like, none of your friends are there mm-hmm. and, like, all the reality that you learned to figure out on Earth, like, doesn't apply like, that seems like a fucking hassle. Yeah. And, like, that seems, like, dying and having something happen seems almost more terrifying than dying and being like, oh, the lights are out. Yeah. And that's why end. I
1: think reincarnation would be so sweet.
0: Speaking of reincarnation, that's the theme of my next New Asian show.
1: Shut up. Okay, Look wait. wait we're going plug, to plug. plug it at the end. <laughs> at the end. Let's uh, get through, like, two more ghosts. Yeah, yeah So yeah. there's this Thai ghost, Ooh. this type called a fitai Hyung. Gosh, you know, you guys know I try my best with these You're names, doing but so good. I am—I don't know how to say this, but so this is kind of like—it's kind of like what we've already been saying, but it's people who suffer excessively cruel deaths or Ooh. who are left unburied or without proper funerary rites. That is a good reason to have unfinished business. Yeah, in my but opinion, they, and it's especially people who are who are like victims of like horrible crime or like attacks mm-hmm. and. What'll happen is they'll hang around where they were killed and they'll try to, they're usually young people, and they'll try to get you, kill you, and hope that your soul will take their place because they feel like they got robbed in a fucking heartbeat. So they want you to come and take their place in the ghost realm so they can continue on living. It's like they've got actual unfinished. like, they're like, I didn't life. get enough life in me.
0: It's like that episode of Adventure Time where they're, sure, yes. they, go to like, they go to be, like, wizards or something, it's, like, this, like, magic school, and when you get to the final level of, like, ultimate magic powers, they're stuck pointing their magic powers at this thing that keeps this meteor from slamming into the what? earth, and, like, they replace these two, like, aged, decrepit wizards, and, like, you're trapped.
1: Oh, my... Fucking God. Yeah. So stressful. That's a good show. That is. Do you guys want to hear, by far, the craziest one? Yeah. Yeah. The Green Lady. Slimer. Slimer. Scottish. Known in other areas as... The Green Lady is a spirit of the water... A woman, bottom half of a goat. Robin and I really love mashups like that. Oh, I we love have it. like a horse face lady that I did once. Bottom half of a goat? Yeah, yeah. That's like a
0: Danger Mouse album.
1: No, you know? Liona. It's like L- top L- half
0: of Jay Z, bottom half of a isn't a horse
1: lady. Oh, who am I? What is her name? Segiya. Oh, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, it's a horse head lady. But this one's half goat on the bottom half. Now that's interesting. I feel
0: it'd be more interesting if it was top goat. Yeah. If it was like a goat that had these like long, like sexy woman legs. (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. So it's like, you know, they're like out in traffic and everyone's like, "Ah!" and then like a billy goat with (laughs) a (laughs) human hand pops out. Like a plump
1: little goat with like a human woman torso and long arms (laughs) on top of like a short little stout goat. I mean, to me, it's just a satyr. All
0: right. What's the best part of a goat?
1: Definitely the horns. Are you kidding me? Wait, what is it?
0: The freaky ass rectangle eyes. Oh,
1: oh yeah, of course. course. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so, I mean, like that's the best. True. I yeah. I feel the horns are still up there.
0: Horns are good, but like lots of things have horns. Freaky sure, ass sure. rectangle eyes. He got them I one.
1: do love them. Yeah. He got a goat. Goat. Look at after me, I'm a Tetris I've, piece. After I was done tripping last summer for like nine hours yelling about Kesha, I went fun. for a walk and I met a goat. There was a goat there. It could have yeah. been a green lady. Her human side is gray-skinned, and with long, flowing blonde hair that covers most of her body. Ooh. In addition, she often tries to hide her animal side with her namesake green robe. So imagine, like, you go what? home to this lady. She, you're like, I met this like, she's wearing like awesome awkward. blonde, this pale, like almost gray-skinned blonde lady who's like totally cool, and like we're gonna go down and get to business. And then she's totally like hot, taking off her dress gray. and it's like goat half. You're tricked. I mean she gotcha. Like that. Able to shapeshift, which I mean, hopefully she can become sure. a full one either full go or full lady at some point. She often mount. takes on a number of roles depending on the intent of the storyteller. Some of the time she can be mischievous Throwing pebbles at people. Come on. What? Pranks yes. yes back <laughs> or leading people down the wrong trail. I guess
0: pranks still suck. <laughs> I
1: mean, pranks, aren't, pranks are. Yeah, fun. pranks yeah. aren't the best. Um and then she would laugh at their misfortune, which is hilarious, to be like, I guess I'm lost, and she's like, she's <laughs> like ha. I've got you now. <laughs> uh-huh. Or maybe yeah. she laughs with a goat laugh, just bleeding. <laughs> 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 She was a noble woman, they say, who was murdered by one of her servants and stuffed in a chimney.
0: Oh, God. Where does S- the, the goat come in? Stuffed
1: in a chimbley? I have no idea. <laughs> no yeah. idea at I'm all. a chimney. Um, let's see. She also lures people to death with singing, which is... A thing that I think is like it's sexist. like that siren that TV show
0: of, that I keep seeing ads about in the summer. Oh, you don't
1: know get it started, started on that. Right? Really? A oh. siren isn't a she mermaid. She did a whole episode never been on a sirens. Oh. Sirens are half, uh, they have like the, literally only the face of a person and then the rest
0: is a bird. Oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. I don't I, know. I knew they weren't mermaids.
1: Yeah, we're not fucking mermaids. Okay, okay, man.
0: And I also nice. knew that it was dumb to make a show about an evil mermaid.
1: Yeah, it's also very, very stupid. Not if you do it right, which like, they did not. What
0: are you, like a microbrew label? You're going to have like an evil mermaid <laughs> be your thing?
1: This one's fine because last episode, Robin and I covered on um, ghost ships. Yeah. So this mm. is a Japanese ghost called a Funayure. Funayure, probably. And it's the ghost of people who died at sea. Translates to so ship ghost. Oh. They possess supernatural powers, like the ability to make any number of ghostly ships appear. Just like, I want 25 ghost ships. In any number. Uh, they also use those um, ships to lure the living captains of nearby boats to veer off course to their death. Um, some versions of this story say that the ghosts are let aboard and then prey on the emotions. Of unwitting sailors, once aboard, the ghost will ask for a special tool called a hisyaku that is similar to a ladle. Mm -hmm. Just like, do you have a spare ladle? Hey, well, I've got you. If the request is granted, they'll flip it over, and water will begin magically flowing, ceasing only when the boat has taken on too much water. On smaller fishing boats, the funehiri, ure? I don't know. Is said to actually use the tool to manually scoop ocean water. Onto the boat. So like if you're just so on a little boat, it's like you, it's both small two enough. people in the and the ghost hand like, it. do you have a ladle? And they're like, don't look. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you'll find he out he what ladle. I'm up to. Eventually. And then they slowly start ladling water into the boat. And you could just be a regular old person. <laughs> you just like, stop that. And do that. Stop.
0: We're already, we like, already done. It's going to take like, <laughs> like nine out.
1: hours. Also just like, I could take my hands. Just be like, yeah, just be like splash, 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 splash. I don't like this ghost. Um, there's a Venezuelan one who I don't really know if it's any fun. La Sayuona. Okay. Um, originally a mortal woman named Melissa. (gasps) She was extremely beautiful. And took a loving husband with whom she had a son. As she bathed in the river, a common occurrence, apparently. I mean, of course. A strange man came up to Melissa and told her that her husband was sleeping with her mother. (gasps) Whoa. Angered, she stormed back to the house, where she found her husband and son in bed, quietly sleeping. I thought this was going to go a different Ooh, way. That first half of that sentence know, really troubled me. I know, me too. But they were just quietly sleeping. Blind with rage, she burned down the house. Oh, come on! Killing the two of them. Melissa then went to her mother's house, <laughs> where she stabbed her to death. And together. Melissa, I know, sweet Melissa again. Business complete. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Well, you'd think that, but just before he died, her mother cursed her. Curses are a whole thing. Telling Melissa that she'd be forced to walk the earth, killing any husbands who were cheating on their own wives. Fucked up because Melissa's husband wasn't even doing that. Not Melissa's position to to exact that revenge. Honestly, I feel like the curse Sometimes should Sometimes you forgive your husband. Melissa, you, Melissa go can't around kill them. Killing people who were spreading rumors... Randomly, while you're bathing in the river, peeping toms who are like, Oh, "By the way, your husband cheating on you with your mom," Hi! and then just ran, like run away. What
0: were Steve Jobs' last words? It was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." Was it? Curs- yeah, I yeah, yeah it's like that. Oh my god! It's like cursing someone is so much cooler. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. To just be my favorite, calling um, them out. When I die, I'm gonna curse you, and then when you die, if I'm still here, you gotta curse me. Who was it who... Deal. That was um, a deal. <laughs> oh, God. What's his name? The playwright... Who wrote... Um, Tencent Williams. Arthur no. Miller? Just list his... No, I got some... Russian. Someone.
0: Lynn Russian. manuel Miranda.
1: Oh, you're talking about Chekhov? I think so. Was it him whose last words were, it's been a long time since I've had champagne? I don't remember. Because the doctor prescribed him a glass of champagne because the bubbles like oxygenated his oh. bloodstream he or whatever, had and He TB pretty bad. Let me let me check, because um, one of them was prescribed a glass of champagne, and their last words were, and as they took, took a sip. Off. It's been a long time since I had champagne. That's my favorite. Anyway, the horse ghost was Shiwanaba. I knew it was something yeah. like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. This is another type of ghost where it just looks like a sexy lady, a sexy naked lady, and you think it's your significant other or just a sexy lady yeah. that, like, you follow into, like, the canyon. And then she turns around and she she's the head of a, ghost, of, a, of a horse.
0: So with all of these, like, ancient ghost stories, I feel like there's kind of two main views of the superstitions of the past. There's the more mainstream rationalist, like, atheist scientist one, which is, like, people in the past were dumb. And they lied and they made stuff up. And then other people, like... Com- hounded those lies. I don't and that. they like came up with these crazy stories. And then I feel like there's the more like Neil Gaiman version where you know if you think the past of the past it's like more nebulous and open and like the boundaries were more fluid and then as you get down to the modern world it's like we've kind of disenchanted the world and that stuff has gone away mm-hmm. and so now you're like it's like oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Like, it's like, you're like, look at movies, they're all CGI, and it's like, they didn't used to be that way, you're like, nonsense, they just didn't understand that it was CGI. That didn't make any sense. But my I understand
1: (laughs) where we're going.
0: Like, so you guys are with, like, the latter, where, like, it used to be that, like, yeah, there was, like, hella fucking leprechauns and shit in Ireland, and people like... I still,
1: honestly, like, I know that, sorry, Mom, but, like... I was raised very sheltered. I believed in all, everything, magical beings and things like that until, like, a very late age. Because, growing up, I, we didn't have, like, we were told, like, go outside and, like, find the fairies. Yeah. And that was not a weird, that was not, like, a a weird, uncommon game. It was something that, like, we would do. Yeah. Truthfully do. And I would have swore to God. I still remember whatever... Memory I maybe invented for myself or perhaps is real. I remember seeing a mermaid. <laughs> like, I remember this. But, of course, it, did it happen? Probably not. But I, like, I remember it. it. I still think that magic is real. Magic is real.
0: I mean, what I literally think? have that phrase tattooed on me. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah.
1: Magic is real. Yeah. I have memories that i you know... The mind is very complex and capable of many things, sure. but I have memories of seeing a mermaid. I have memories of, like, seeing a fairy being. I have these things. And I know my mom is seeing, like, 400 <laughs> ghosts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wait, Maybe a little later on, just one-on-one, I want to hear more about the mermaid. Because. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've heard about that, but I do think that magic is for you. I mean, I'll say it on the pod if you want. It's up to you, dude. I just have a memory of being with my mom and my aunt Elaine at the beach one day and looking out from the sand, being very little, like five years old maybe. Mm-hmm. And looking out and seeing like uh, nobody in the water at all. It was really early in the morning. And then seeing like far off what I thought initially I was like, oh, there's a lady swimming. Mm-hmm. So first it was like the normal thing. And then I saw, like, a tail. hmm And it was just, like, somebody who I thought was either, like, playing, swimming, but then there was a tail. And I was like, look, look, look. Look at that. hmm And I don't actually know. I haven't talked to my mom about this in a long time. But for a while after that, I remember her being like, Steffi, do you remember when you saw the mermaid? And I'd be like, yep. <laughs> but... Then, like, were, was she influencing me? Did she say, like, that's a mermaid? And then I was like, yes, it is. Or is this something I... I saw something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, I think... I'd never, like, admit that, like, you know, whatever. But what I do you
0: think? I think our realities are derived from culture. That we're indoctrinated at a young age of what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's sort of the idea. It's like when you take psychedelics, it kind of removes that filter, and suddenly you're experiencing the raw world without you going... All right, like I don't need to, you know, fill in all the details, my brain will just do that for me. Mm-hmm. And that if you have a culture that programs you in one way where it says gods are real, like the same way that you know you can check a weather app and know what the weather's gonna be today, you can go to the temple and that's gonna tell you mm-hmm. when you're gonna find love, and like we all believe in this, or like
1: horoscopes, like you check right. that on yeah. a basis,
0: and it's like just because. Sometimes the weather says it's going to be a storm this weekend, and then it's not. You don't go, meteorology's bullshit. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't rain when it said Mm. it was going to. Throw this out because some of the predictions don't come true. You don't go, oh, the temple oracle is wrong. Forget everything I have ever known. That, like, you live in a world that is consistent, and you buy into it. And I wonder if that being conditioned in that way allows you to appreciate these weird blurry experiences and interpret them a different way that we've been conditioned to just ignore those completely. Like I was saying earlier I mean like when I dress as a wizard and I sit on the subway I see people that come in and it's not that they look at me and they go oh boy and then they go sit someplace else and they ignore me which some people do and it's clear when they do that. There's other people that are just so in their world that they do not notice me and I think that is so funny that like on your commute home today, mm-hmm. you get on the same subway car as a wizard. You sat in direct eyesight from it, and you did not notice. Yeah. And, like, we might have had that happen. Like, we might have been on the same subway car as a clown, and we were like, oh, I'm just looking at my phone, and whatever. And so I'm sure that if there was demonstrable magic, there are so many people that would walk right past it, or they would see it, freak out, and then when someone else comes along and says wait a minute, it was a weather balloon. They go, oh, good, and then they go back to normal life.
1: Yeah, Like,
0: I think about the uh, the dress, you know, the dress that everyone saw as two colors. Yes. There was a moment that was like, the internet was freaking out. I remember being in a room with people where people were like, (laughs) no, it's this. It's literally just an optical illusion. But, well, no, 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 hold on. So, it was crazy. Like, in the moment, it was crazy because, like, when do you point at something and you're like, there's two of those and someone else goes, there's four of those and you are not, you're aware that you're not seeing the same reality.
1: Yeah.
0: But then the science articles come out, like the BuzzFeed explainer right. articles that are like... Like
1: the Laurel and Yanny stuff. Right. That
0: like, oh, actually, it's an illusion for this way. And I'm like, one, then make fucking dresses that look like that all the time. Awesome. Hell yeah. Would love that. Or like, why, I mean, like the Laurel Yanny just thing happened, but like, for a while I was like, if this is such an easily explained phenomenon, like... Make me a bunch of photos like that. Yeah. Like, if you can make a fucking magic eye, can you make a photo where, like, half of my friends are gonna see it as Batman and the other half are gonna see it as the Joker? Like, yeah, do that. True. But it was so interesting to see everyone go from freaking out and really having their reality be broken to whatever the explanation was. They don't understand it, they don't know no. any of the science of it, but suddenly it was explained and then they go, People oh, like, good. People,
1: like, leave to just, like, not it have resolves. to think about it too hard Yeah. Right,
0: exactly. Instead of having this gaping, question of why are you seeing the world differently than I am this is confusing suddenly it was oh well it's um you know like sometimes when you take a photo and like the light bounces off and like you see it different it's like that doesn't what that means nothing like that's a garbage explanation that's literally a men in black like like, (laughs) yes
1: that being said what did you hear
0: Oh, I heard Laurel so hard. Same, same. Yeah, like I didn't like that one. I
1: can hear them both though. There was the other one. I hear it's like Yanni. I I can't hear it.
0: I I I did the thing where it's like you know they 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 break you into the slider and it's like Laurel,
1: Laurel, (laughs)
0: Laurel, Laurel.
1: Laurel. I'm like
0: okay it's still Laurel it's like, still yeah. Laurel
1: every single time what was the other
0: one that came though that was like the brainstorm green
1: oh green needle yeah and something else but that
0: one was interesting cause like it really is like if you think about it it really yeah. becomes the one that you're thinking of that was yeah. that, that, one that was, was cool. weird
1: there was also one that's like a photo of a sneaker and it looks either like it's pink and white with like just the flash on the photo on or it looks like it's Gray and tan, green, think, or something. Or something. Or, yeah, gray and and like seafoam green. I don't know. Weird. There are a bunch of those things, but I do wish that it happened more often. Where you're like, oh, it's like just a really fucked up weird thing. That kind of feels like we're all sharing a delusion. I think that way a lot with like my my dad's like red green colorblind yeah. and like also can't see purples. I guess I guess that's red. But I like guess this must be hell. Huh. Yeah, he's fucking blue <laughs> through and through. But sometimes he'll just be like, he'll be looking at like a sunset, and he'll be like, wow, beautiful. What color is that?
0: <laughs> and
1: I'll be like, oh, yeah, well, it's pink, kind of. Could say but anything. It's pink, and I that means nothing to <coughs> you. Yeah. I don't want you right. to freak out, but it's toxic green. Yeah. yeah.
0: But well, I think the delusion is that we all have the same experience, and I think... That's what happens when, like, people get into an argument about something yeah. a lot of the time. It's like, I'm convinced that you were in the same reality that I was, and you did this thing mm-hmm. as I perceived it, and this is true. And the other person's like, I have a fundamentally different reality. It's literally as different as, like, green and red, where this is the fact of what happened, and you were being this monster. Mm-hmm. And then the two of you don't see eye to eye, but you never stop to go, wait. Wait. Are, we, are, are our realities offset right now And yeah. we're talking about two totally different situations and like
1: well I don't think that's like it. a thing that people are able to really do for themselves is to stop and, and ask like if their reality is lining up to somebody else's like I think that people don't get to that point they're just like I, like reality is what it is for me for everyone else and yep. I don't feel like fighting about it yeah, yep. it takes a lot of patience, I think. Anyhow, that being said, also every time I remember my dad's colorblind, deep inside myself, I'm like, "Prank Your, him! Your son will never be a pilot." Stupid! Because they recessive genes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my poor future son. He'll oh. never be a pilot. Well, you've always got blue. That's not
0: like maybe, you know, by the time you have a son and it's like.
1: Technology. Oh, fly in
0: hyperspace. It's a, it's, you know, there's so many colors in hyperspace. We need colorblind pilots.
1: Remember? Yeah, specifically red green ones. Yeah, there don't you get go. distracted by the sunset. Yeah. Don't discount your own. Under- Good old Kale
0: Fayon's going to step up. Kale! Kale! Never. <laughs>
1: oh! Oh God! All right, we should probably wrap up. But fine, we. I'm so sorry. No, we can keep talking, but we should wrap. up. We will forever. But I know that people have to like go to bed and stuff. Probably. Um, you're talking about yourself. I'm talking about about the listeners. Um, so we'd like to end each episode with like a tip, like a practical, real-world tip that applies to something spooky. But it could be literally like my tip for this week. I'll go. I'll go first, please. Um, I think my tip would be like. If you know you might die, like tell your husband, hey, I'm gonna really need you to at least pretend to move on so that I can cross
0: over. Mm -hmm. I mean husband tell Tinder dates that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tell whoever, at least just write it down somewhere. You don't Put it on your tombstone, move on. Write it down, save it as a as a text file on your desktop, just Please move on so you I can cross You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to rent one of those, like, airplanes that spells things out in the sky, mm-hmm. and I'll make the message loud and clear okay, to the world. Okay, great. Great. I'm also going to curse you on my deathbed. Well, of course. Yeah. a um, fun curse, though. Well, I'm going to surprise you with mine. You're not going to know what it is until it's almost too late. I can't wait. But by the time you figure it out, you'll be dead, too. <laughs> oh. What a promise. <laughs> What's your ghost tip? Do you have a tip?
0: So my tip is going to be ask the ghost what they want. <laughs> like, that's whether point. that's a ghost in your house or whether that's a ghost in your brain, ask them mm-hmm. what they want. I know if you've seen the most recent season of Stranger Things, yeah. that was not the right advice. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Uh, okay. I um, am reading this book about uh, I'm reading the new Michael Pollan book about psychedelics, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that they did with these mushroom experience uh, experiments where they were telling people if, if you see something scary Go towards it. No. And then it will, it will resolve and you will feel way better. Like, don't, like, run from the image. Like, whatever, like, yeah. you know, dead relatives or, like, spooky, crazy, creepy stuff, like, yeah. might come up. Go towards it and be open and curious to it and that will help it resolve. So yeah. I think that's often the thing, you know, in meditation, in life, and just all kinds of things when we push something away when we cling to the idea of not losing something mm. it's the clinging it's the pushing that causes the problems so if some spooky ass motherfucking ghost shows up in your house just be like do, do you want? want the last slice of pizza do you want to tell me what you want let's figure this yeah. out let's hash it out
1: I would also piggyback on that just to say that if it's not a spooky ghost but you feel like there may be a ghost and it's just kind of like hey hey, like, touching stuff, making stuff fall over. Yeah. First step, I always think and suggest, is to say out loud, to let them know, or even inside your own mind, just be like, I acknowledge you're here, and I see that you're here.
0: Yeah.
1: Because sometimes it's literally all they want.
0: Unless that ghost has a chain, in which case, GTFO. Well, yeah. Oh, my yeah.
1: fucking God. Unless that ghost is like, why don't you go on a bicycle ride, tiny boy? Who catch my grave? Yeah. Why don't your mom well, start... another dis- hot tip for you. Don't throw rocks at a grave, you Ugh, never
0: is. do it. <laughs> and that's our lesson for the week. See
1: yeah, don't throw rocks at a grave. Don't that's throw rocks at grave grave um, Don't you dare.
0: Don't vandalize Jewish graves. Don't oh,
1: my God, never. Any kind of grave. Any kind of grave. Just don't do Most it.
0: the was here about getting vandalized because yeah. of Because
1: of the, yeah, the old racism. Yeah. Um, I, My tip is going to be to embrace and question like I guess like not question but open your eyes I I guess and see what's around you notice it and don't ignore everything like if you sit next to Devin on the subway. Mm-hmm. Realize that maybe you're not on the subway with somebody who dressed up as a wizard for a child's birthday party. Yeah. Maybe it's a r- real wizard yeah. that you're on he the opens subway the new with. new experiences. Keep those peepers peeled. And maybe that person who is a wizard dressed up for a child's birthday party is actually also and a wizard. And, and if, if, if
0: you see a wizard on the subway, definitely yeah. go look at them and say are you the wizard from the That's the Spirit podcast? Because yeah. that wizard will be me and I will be stoked.
1: And he's and probably I- on his do an awesome show. Tell them about your yeah. show's coming up.
0: Oh, well, I'm doing a, an event at yep. uh, at it's called New Age and Chill and the theme's going to be Reincarnation. It's a super fun event I've been Love doing it. for a couple years. Um, I guess the easiest way is just go to my website. There'll be details there. So www.personisawake.com All your originally site. needs. Get, get yourself a free spell. Ask mm-hmm. the wizard a question. Find out about the events coming Where up. Where can we follow you? I'm just Person is Awake everywhere. So, I'm yeah. Person is Awake on Instagram. I think I have a Twitter account, but I never, ever use it because I don't like Twitter. And i Person is Awake, or I'm Devin Person on Facebook. I don't know. Just find me wherever your local... Yeah. Wizards,
1: Ask us. Local. We'll tell you yeah. where to find him. Yeah. Honestly, piggybacking on that a little bit, like, I found you through your website. So, like, if you encounter somebody in real life who seems cool and you feel like they may make your life more magical... Reach out. To reach them. Out. Just like you could reach out to us. Yeah. If someone's
0: going to go through the hassle of coming up with a complex ideology and getting a, like a, a real wizard costume made, it's because they want to make friends. I that yeah. think that's cool to do. Yeah. Like, Just like
1: how if somebody giant leave.
0: flag that I have created that's like, hey,
1: come talk to me. Cool yeah. people come <laughs> talk to me. Yeah.
0: Other people, I'm invisible to you. I can. I yeah. literally. Yeah. Like a, I have like homeless person invisibility where. I can do whatever I want and you can't see me.
1: Yeah. That's like how two people make a ghost podcast for sure. a year. They definitely want you to email though, them. Man. So email us at that's the spirit podcast at gmail. Yep. com. Um, you can tweet us at spiritpod, go to our website, that's the spirit podcast. Com. Anybody, yeah. uh anybody who went ahead and found a two uh, Lobster necklaces for Robin and I from last we'll, last podcast. We'll just do anything. You can for go those ahead necklaces. and ship them on over. Just let us know. Really, I can need those lobster necklaces. You. As soon as you can get them I can to PayPal, us. PayPal, yeah. Summer's on its way.
0: If That's, you have any talented fr- like fans, they should draw a picture of like a wizard busting ghost. Oh, and then, gonna, uh, and then we sure cross, do have some talent. And then we can have cross promotional merch.
1: Oh, oh my, my god, god. Ryan! I know. I know that you're listening to this, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, no pressure. Ryan, what? You are our artist in artist residence. And, and guys, anybody else who wants to draw us a picture, you got to. Please draw us a picture. Okay, well, we love you very much. Love you so much. And we will see you all in hell. See you in hell. Bye. Ooh. Bye. Ooh.